Welcome back to the Healing Voice Podcast. My name is Lance Howard, and this is part four of the Create the Life You Love series titled The Creative Principle, in which we discuss how life works with us to create the life we love when we know who we are and what we are here to do, creating from an endless source, and how our way of thinking is our greatest enemy or our perfect ally. Also, did you know the TikTok and single releases on March 11th, 2021? It will be on every major music platform and can be pre-saved on Spotify. The link is in the description. Subscribe at thv-tv.com for updates on new music releases and more. (laughs) So we've been talking about creating the life that we love. And this is the fourth week on it. And I feel like the concepts and the principles are wide and deep. And <laughs> they they only feel that way because we haven't been properly educated on how to think this way, you know? <clears throat> Creating a life is more like the, the way we've been taught to think of it, creating a life is more like, go to school, get an education, and pinpoint a career that seems to fit you and will pay you well and that's that. Mm-hmm. The, the rest will kind of just come along. <laughs> and it's taken me a while to unlearn and deconstruct and <laughs> and realize that there's a way that is more natural for us than color inside the line. There's a way that's more natural than follow the rules. Though (laughs) rules are necessary. The thing about rules, though, is that they're really necessary for immaturity. (laughs) You need rules when you're immature. But as you grow up, whatever that might mean, because I may be really grown up in some ways and very immature in other ways. So I still need rules in my immature ways here, but in my maturity the rules don't even have to exist because I'm just in that zone and I know how to flow there you know (laughs) so creating the life we love the tribe we love going after our dreams even knowing what our dream actually is even that's an issue because maybe you come from a very a, a family with very strong emotional uh, something and we've had uh, doctors in this family for (laughs) three generations and so you or we've had uh, men and women in the military for you know your great great grandfather was a marine or whatever Mm -hmm. and so it's sometimes it's hard to know what our dream actually is And so the identity process is about 
coming to the the true understanding of who you are and what you're you're here to do and how to uncover that how to excavate the ground of your life because what's underneath has been buried by layers and layers of other people's history and other people's expectations and getting those things out so you can see what's underneath getting to the essence of who you truly are is the most important discovery that there is in this journey that we call life. Mm-hmm. And it's so amazing because once you see the blueprint of, I want to say, the temple that's underneath all those layers or, you know, a, a city. We've talked about kingdoms and queendoms. When you get see the blueprint of that, then life brings you everything that necessarily supports that, whatever the necessity is. You no longer have to operate in desire, more accurately, you no longer have to operate in need and want. You begin to operate in desire that is so intertwined with affection so it's nothing lustful it's not desire on that extreme it's desire that supports and promotes life it is it is affection it is it is creative life is totally in love with creativity and like the flow of the river right upstream is the source (laughs) and that is endless Campbell Creek has been flowing for as long as we can think of its existence it has been flowing the source is endless natural and effortless yes and it's just a constant (laughs) expression natural effortless constant expression Mm -hmm. and the water is going where it must go where it needs to go we may not know the destination for that ounce of water (laughs) or even that drop but it has a destination and that's the affectionate desire that I'm talking about is the destination is there's a call on that drop of water to 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 a certain place and it's going to nourish a certain thing and it's headed there this is you that place that destination the source is endless it's overflowing so it just comes downhill and when you get in touch with who you are and what i'm here to do the ounces go straight to the destination you the thing that you require the thing that you desire the thing that you love because this is life support this is just life support water life support sustenance life support nourishment life support it flows down from an endless source
So, <clears throat> to be a little more specific about some things. And it just washes through in such a life-giving way, too. It's yeah. so... Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Life-giving. <clears throat> Our greatest enemy is the way we think. Which <laughs> is... For sure. <laughs> yeah. Which is why I think I started talking about, um, did I say something about education already? Not yet. Or Today. how we're conditioned yeah. to think? Conditioned to continue that, yeah, just right. go through life like that. Get the education, get the career, there we whatever go. it is. <clears throat> yeah. And so the way we think is... That can it can be our greatest enemy or our perfect ally, but if we don't know the truth, then we struggle to say the least we struggle when things are inaccurate or like if if our understanding of things is inaccurate, then we struggle. And the struggle is okay if we are students of life and we learn. Mm. Your imagination is the creative principle. You can create what you imagine because the mind broadcasts and receives what it thinks through creative imagination, capital C, capital I. Your imagination is the creative principle. Capital C, capital P. You can create what you imagine because the mind broadcasts and receives what it thinks through creative imagination, which is the one mind. Creative imagination is the one mind. The one mind is right here, present, in this moment, or else. I cannot see you and you cannot see me. This is the magic of the creative mind, the magic of the creative principle right here and right now. What if we're, we're the ones being imagined and so it's to tune into that. I just realized that it's not always about like forcing these, because I've done that for a long time. You force the, if you want to achieve it, you got to see it and believe it, that whole thing, right? There's so much work. But what if it's a tuning in to the ultimate, mm. the one who imagines, mm -hmm. tuning into that, and then that <laughs> one can imagine us. And all we got to do is, like, play it out. Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. That's wonderful. So much easier. Because <laughs> I don't have to think so much, right? <sighs> Let that one have... That big imaginer <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> have its way uh -huh. and, yeah. and you play it out. We can get in the flow. Mm -hmm. We can just get in the flow. That, it really is, it really is that simple. But then you go, well, what's the flow? And I would say the flow is the creative principle. It is the creative imagination. And you are always using it. 
it is one with you and you are one with it. It's not something outside of you. It's not a certain place you have to go. It's not a certain thing you must do. It just is who and what you are. Mm -hmm. You have the power of imagination and that is the creative principle. That is the one mind that we're all connected to. And we can just get in the flow with that. It is an endless source. You are graced with the presence and power of the creative principle. So when you, in the evening, when you begin planning your week or the next morning, that's an example of the creative principle at work. You're imagining, you're seeing what will take place or what you expect to take place or what you choose to take place. You're using the creative principle. You're using that creative imagination. Your ability to perceive, sense, feel, and differentiate is the power of the one mind. And therefore, you're one with it. I really enjoyed this quote from Napoleon Hill. He said, riches, when they come in huge quantities, are never the result of hard work. Very, right? <laughs> he said, if they come at all, it's in response to definite demands based upon the application of definite principles, but not by chance or luck. Mm -hmm. So then I ask you, what is your idea? What is your vision? <clears throat> Whatever your answer is, that is the thought. That's the imaginative principle. This immediately requires that we be able to think for ourselves. If I say, what's your idea? What's your thought? It does require that we think for ourselves, unless it doesn't, because the other thing is you could be <laughs> thinking someone else's thoughts and, and holding someone else's ideas. So it doesn't necessarily require that you think for yourself until it does. <laughs> <laughs> which is which is you awakening and going, wait, this is not my thought. These are not my ideas. I've been living this out, but this isn't me. This is the creative principle if it encourages you to do something. The thought, the idea, the, the vision. If it encourages you to take a step forward, this is the creative principle. Meaning... The true essence of creativity is there versus you creating something that you don't truly desire or truly want. Ideas grow exponentially when planted and fertilized with true purpose. They become alive and will succeed because the thought, the idea, the mind, the imagination gives birth to them. That sentence was, ideas grow exponentially when planted and fertilized with true purpose. Thank you. Right, because even the weeds will grow, the, the, what we've inherited from others, you know, like if they weren't our thoughts, like what you were saying, I mean, the creative principle is still at work with thoughts that are really ours, those weeds. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Right. So what you're, what I hear you saying is like, you know, be intentional with those seeds. Yeah. Yeah, intentional thought. Mm-hmm. And the weeds are, yeah, it's it's all okay. I think last week we mentioned, or I said something about being a gardener, about Eden being the, the enclosure of bliss mm-hmm. and the garden and you being a gardener. Now we're talking about weeds mm-hmm. and it's your garden to tend. Mm-hmm. There are weeds in the garden. But you get to tend it. You get to see to it. You get to go and pull the weeds up. This is your duty. This is your responsibility. No one can do it for you. But the gardener has to have some knowledge or sense or perception that, that, oh, these are weeds. This is not what I choose to have in my garden. Mm -hmm. Right. And it takes time to recognize (laughs) what the weeds are. Sometimes they really have to grow before you realize they're weeds, yeah. right? Because when they're little babies, they may blend in quite well. Furthermore, so, mm-hmm. sometimes it's not till they're suffocating the other things That's the thing. that you realize, like, you mm-hmm. know, it's dying here. <laughs> right. The things that are really important. Yeah. You're not getting the harvest that you yeah. imagined. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because there were those other unconscious beliefs or yeah. whatever in there. Yeah. So good. Ooh. <laughs> so good. Yeah. So back to the idea or the vision. Let's try to hold an idea or vision in mind. Whatever it is, it's it's supportive, life giving, it is enriching or development oriented let's just take uh, 30 seconds find your idea find your vision it can be as simple as putting on a clean pair of socks it doesn't have to be anything (laughs) extravagant and then the question is how much is your idea or vision worth even something as simple as a clean pair of socks only you can know how much that's worth and if it's worth something then you'll pursue it you'll go after it you'll invest your time and your energy into that and this is where you begin weeding out things because oh I would like to have that clean pair of socks, which means I'm going to have to take the time to go to the clothes hamper and put the socks in the washer. And like, so this is my time investment for the end result that I choose to experience. Clean socks. (laughs) A principle of life. This is one of many that we've talked about in the series so far. I think we've probably covered three so far. Um, So another principle is imagination leads to manifestation or creation. It's quite simple. And early on we were saying we see manifestation and creation all the time. 
we, it's happening all the time. And one of the examples that we used early on was, why does this keep happening to me? Yeah. It is in our nature to be immature, right? We, we're the slowest developing creature on the planet, right? <laughs> they, everything else matures in a year, let's just say. And here we are. It takes us 30 years or more before we, you know. Because we also have the greatest gifting and the, great, the greatest creativity. And the scripture is very clear that to be what we call human, to be man or to be woman or to be a child of Adam is to be a divinely created divine being. And you don't just get to tap into all that magic overnight. You're going to have to work for this because you're meant to be kings and queens. And there is a process to your maturity before you're worthy of the throne <laughs> of your life. So I wanted to share from Genesis chapter one, just the first four verses from the THV translation. If you know anything about Genesis, you know it's the beginning, how everything started. Mm -hmm. And since we're talking about manifestation and creation, just hold, hold that in mind. Manifestation and creation. Thought life. Okay. In the beginningness, the birth point, the start of it all, the time-space existence before time and space begins, the peaceful yet expectant wait before movement begins, the primal void in the space where nothing but consciousness, pure mind, the original thought and thinker, always is, always was, and always will be. It all blooms from there, the stillness, a timeless season or point of pure potential and love. From this pivotal axis of readiness and creativity, everything begins a purposeful journey for better and for worse. All motion began here at this magical, sacred, extravagantly creative moment when the sacred one, intelligent awareness, the diverse singularity, the being of beings, acted, shaping the limitless world of energy and sublime time known as heaven, as well as the limited world of fixed energy, particle and form known as earth. This was done from and within an existence free of dimensions, a moment free of time, a space-time existence where no opposites or dissonance exist, but drawing upon unknown otherness to convert these two tendencies, heaven and earth, into noble existing, the creative thought and sound began. That's verse one. Wow. This applies to you. You can use this. What I'm reading about the beginning and how it started is how you start the creation process in your life. Verse 2. At this point, everything we now know of, tangibly and intangibly, exists as things present but not visible or perceivable. We can only call it by names like water, like formlessness, mysterious and powerful, the great dark, the collected possibilities within chaos. Life at this moment flows between existence and non-existence, like the germ of a seed awaiting its opportunity to sprout. Earth, the world of particle and form, was formless, 
ready to burst forth, yet present, but not yet visible. The great dark, the primordial flow, is here, beyond mysterious, be, being full of things we can't know or control. This is pure potential. When you close your eyes and you begin the thought process, you are there, this place that I'm describing, pure potential, the great dark, full of <laughs> unknown and unknowable possibilities. You have access to this. Hmm. Okay, moving on. This is still verse two. The breath wind presence of the sacred one, pure awareness, moved through, swept and hovered over, encircled and penetrated within and around the surface of the founding element, the great dark flow, ready to fuse and bring order to the coming visible world of three dimensions. This primordial flow is an element of change. Like blowing into gathered brush in order to kindle potential for fire, the sacred one breathed first breath, primordial wind, into the depths of the founding element, the primordial flow. Verse 3. The sacred one expresses a new idea into existence. Primordial breath and great dark come together in an intimate unity, and as a result, illumination comes forth, that which brings awareness to selfhood, collective consciousness, I-ness, or purposefulness of all, particles and waves, everything. It brings with it the expression of every I, quotation I, as a reflection of the only I, this is life. So we've clued in on the, the potential that is held within, and we're saying sacred breath. When sacred breath meets the potential, life can burst forth. And last week we talked about the breathing process and why it's important. And Genesis is saying, yes, you must breathe consciously. You must put this into, into practice. Moving on with verse 3. Conscious awareness bursts through into visible form that we call light. The child of breath and chaos is self-identity. Sacred breath is the answer to our inner chaotic darkness. That's a bit to chew on. Can you, can you repeat that last one? Sure. The child? Yes. The child of breath and chaos, they both are capitalized, breath and chaos, is self-identity. So we're saying out of the darkness, right, out of the chaos, comes life or light. And that in and of itself is self-identity, the, the one true self, comes out of breath and chaos. Things may feel chaotic within. We may sense or see darkness, especially just... Strictly speaking of what's within, when I shut my eyes, there is darkness. There's, there's nothing there, right? There is no form. It is a void. It's formless. And when I connect consciously with sacred breath, life can burst forth. This is where the, 
the birth of the ideas can come forth. The birth of creativity can come forth. Sacred breath is the answer to our inner chaotic darkness. So even if I'm in a zone where I'm just not okay, if I know how to breathe consciously, chaos fades. Mm -hmm. Moving on, still at verse 3. This new awareness is expressed as a limitless, borderless, commanding sound and message. Its frequency and volume instantly change as an expression of pure intelligence in order to accomplish divine purpose. It is both word and action, being and doing. What it is sent to accomplish instantly is. And I'll add that we get to experience that. You can experience that uh, on demand. Word and action, being and doing. What it is sent to accomplish instantly is the thing that you if you really love it then you instantly see it and you instantly feel it and you instantly connect to it that is what matters the most that is the true creation okay for example we're at this verse that's talking about god in uh the typical translation it says god said let there be light okay <clears throat> Close your eyes, and it's dark. Now, imagine light. And in your mind, there's some context in which you can see light. I don't know your context, but I know mine. I know what instantly comes to mind. I just created that out of darkness. <laughs> okay? So we're... This is... It instantly was, because... I chose because I chose. Moving on in verse 3. So the creative one acted. Let there be illumination, which is awareness, consciousness, knowing, remembrance, straight and harmonious. The light of consciousness. And there was illumination then, now and always. And no doubt. And the whole of existence responded as an echo at that moment, awakening to its inner potential that was always there. And this is you. This is you. Inner potential that has always been there. So whatever the, the dream or vision, or maybe it's even a doubt, but that's still a thought, right? Whatever that is, the potential exists. And the only thing stopping you is your way of thinking. Your thinking now is in doubt, perhaps. But you can, if you change doubt, then it will be something else. It already is, but you will just change it into something else. Something better. Well, I was just, when I said no doubt, I, so I was taking in your words. Mm-hmm. And, and I could just see how in the absence of doubt, so when we don't have doubt in ourselves, I mean, that spirit can have its way with us. Mm -hmm. And then it can be those instant, you know, mm -hmm. might not be an instant manifestation out there, but we can certainly burr the vibration of it mm -hmm. right then and there. Mm -hmm. And so, it, yeah, in the absence of doubt, we can take all that in and birth something right away yeah, yeah. definitely 
So that's when I said no doubt. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was just picturing that force working within us, right? And and so when we have that no doubt, that when we just know, mm -hmm. that's when the magic can happen. That's it. Yeah. When we just know. <laughs> I was recently saying to someone, you have to know that you know. Ooh. Mm -hmm. And yeah. there's something so resolved in mm -hmm. the knowing that you know mm -hmm. like you knew you were going to win the car or like it seems like you knew that you knew some kind of way and my son knew and your son <laughs> knew that he knew mm -hmm. but there's uh i know there are examples in my life where i've known that i knew <laughs> i knew that i knew that's, that's what my book is about <laughs> okay fantastic which you know just nice that is oh gosh some of the best books are only a few thousand words <laughs> okay verse four illumination the resulting progeny of great dark and sacred breath was recognized by the one as its own reflection and result of its own work it is increasing awareness that enables all the processes of cosmic growth, development, and adaptation. The Sacred One knew illumination was suited for its purpose, and expanding energy, straightforward, direct, intelligible, the mystery of revealing and knowing, and balances it with the chaotic uncertainty of unknowing, which is dense, ignorant, unaware, self-involved, curved, unknown, forgetful, unconscious, indirect, inharmonious, the mystery of all chaotic and violent movement. So, theme and variation begin here. Assonance and dissonance. Differences that balance one another. All varieties and all potentials. The evidence of unity in diversity. We call it the universe. The sacred one differentiates between and separates the knowing, illumination, from the unknowing, dark. That's verse 4. Which typically reads, God saw that the light was good, and God separated the light from the darkness. So within you, the great dark does exist. It is what you're here to work with, because out of the great dark is, ooh, I should say, the great dark is like the home of pure potential. And you get to reach in and pull out what you choose for better or for worse. I was on a brief walk today and the sun was out and I just, <clears throat> the flow is just present all the time. I don't have to, hmm. I may choose to actively engage the flow and then there are times when the flow just washes over me and I just have to be present in the moment and it will wash over. Mm -hmm. Or I can engage it, which means, okay, I'm pausing the world in this moment so I can engage the flow. That works too. And then, so, but does the difference make sense? as to just being present some kind of way because I was on a walk, 
the sun's out and I, I don't just walk, I breathe as I go. So now I'm just in a space, an environment, which is the mind and heart connecting. That's the environment suddenly that I'm unaware that I'm even doing. <laughs> I'm, Lance is so in the habit of walking and breathing that it's no longer something I, he has to consciously decide. He just goes and the habit is there. And then the flow just comes like, yes. And the flow, it doesn't even come. It just is. Yeah. But through your practice, though, you kind of purify the container, perhaps? Make space in the container or expand the vessel to allow yeah. that flow? Right. Perhaps? It's like the flow is now the default. And life is the distraction. And Lance is aware that life is the distraction. So when life isn't being just so distracting <laughs> because he is purpose purposefully making the choice to go for a walk, then the default just realigns again. Which it's not like the default was out of alignment. What was out of alignment was the thinking. Mm -hmm. Oh, and I remember having this thought. Can I walk? which means I'm, I'm seeing, I'm looking, right? Even these material things that I'm seeing and looking can end up being distractions, but can I walk and get in the flow while I'm seeing and looking? Mm -hmm. That was my, my, my question. And it's been a, a kind of a reoccurring question that I'm hoping to, Lance is hoping to experience on a larger scale, meaning longer periods of time. For example, can I still be in that flow consciously while I'm sitting at the coffee shop? <laughs> can I consciously be in that flow when I'm driving? Mm. And it's like a little dance, though, is what I'm finding. It's, it's a... Yeah. Or... Maybe one leg's in the flow and the other's just not, you know? So here I go and I'm swaying. And this is the light and the darkness. And it's okay. It's back and forth. And awakening and enlightenment happen. I'm totally in the flow. And boom, whoa, awakening, enlightenment. <laughs> yeah. And then something pushes me out of the flow. It might be because the calendar pops up and says, you have somewhere to be. Okay, <laughs> right? So I'm back. We, the term darkness seems like something awful. But actually in the ancient language, what we call light and darkness are just light at different scales. Oh, different ends of the spectrum. Mm -hmm. Like frequencies are, right? Mm -hmm. It's just frequency. But you have, you have really high ones and you have very low ones. Because dark is the all of the light combined, right? I mean, isn't that how something they like it that? In grade school? Yeah. <laughs> Some things where all the colors are in there. I didn't something, teach <laughs> something like that. I'm not totally I'm sure. Not very scientific. Well, it gives us the contrast. <laughs> you know, it gives us the contrast, and we need that. Um, I'm thinking about your your words about the flow, though. I'm still with that, and about you know, you began talking about like Campbell Creek, and <laughs> that image is is still in me, and then. Um, you know, when we're in the flow and when we're not. And so 
if a part of that creek were to get attached to anything along the way and get out of the flow, it would become stagnant, right? Like a, you know, like a pond and then subject to all sorts of foul things, <laughs> not a living flowing anymore. Right, right. So it's, um, I don't know where I was going with that, but that was the image that I had. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Flow. It's where the life is. It's where the life is. Yeah, I go to Campbell Creek and I'll do cold therapy in this little tiny pool. It's just enough of a pool that I don't get swept away because the creek is so strong at this point. So there's like the pool forms like right here, right? So the, the, the creek's rushing right here, but the land has carved right here. So I can get in right there mm -hmm. and I feel this power out here. <laughs> and I'm very careful, you know, because it's just, it's so strong. It's not very deep that I feel like I would drown, but I would definitely be swept away because it's shallow to the point where I have to sit. And so I can't use my feet at that point if it sweeps me off. I'm just swept away and I'm on the ride, you know. <laughs> And, um, of course, it's bumpy and all these other things. And Why did I bring that but up? But you're protected in that little spot. Yeah, right there. Mm -hmm. it's, it's safe to be in there. And I imagine, I imagine that there are times when being in the flow can feel... Scary. That's what I was yeah. just thinking. Yeah, like it. It takes a certain amount of the preparation and the and this, you know, which you were talking about a little <clears throat> bit earlier. You didn't use the words preparation, but yeah, there's a certain maturity, mm -hmm. perhaps, and and skill that we have to have. Well, a to even sit in the freezing water and to begin with. Sure. But, um, but yeah than to not get swept away with by it so yeah yeah it definitely does back to sacred breath right it, um it in this creative process knowing how to breathe is what brings all of this mm. potential to life mm -hmm. and there's no way okay you know they tell you that if you fall into freezing water you've got two minutes or less that's if you don't know how to breathe properly. So that is the fact, and that is why most people die. But with proper education on staying calm and knowing how to breathe, you can do a lot longer than two minutes. Mm. And yeah. Which is, yeah, I mean, it just alludes to our power as human beings and that we're so much more powerful than what we are you know, either conditioned to believe, like you said at the beginning, or you didn't use those words, but what we're programmed with, and, um, yeah, so, hmm. well, I'm just getting out of this, the, um, just the, the image of, like, increasing our capacity to hmm. dance with that flow, and create from that flow, and that wants to wants to create with us because that's what it is. It's <laughs> a creator and with it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Does the flow 
want to create with you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. That's why you're here. If the flow didn't want to create with you, you wouldn't be here. You wouldn't be created. <laughs> there, the illusion is that we're not the flow already. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's what I was just thinking. Like, we talk so much about how we are one with the great I am. <laughs> And that's what the flow's all about, right? Is connecting, like, like not connecting because we are, we are one with the great I am. So, like, I don't know. I guess my question is, are you ever really out of the flow? Or are you just, like, only a little bit on the flow? You know what I mean? Like, your tippy toes <laughs> are in there? Or, boom, I'm fully submerged. When I'm really in the <laughs> flow, does that mean that I'm, like, a submarine in the flow? <laughs> focused and, and moving towards the life that I choose to love and then life distracts you right this three-dimensional world distracts you and so then it's like okay now I'm ankles deep mm -hmm. or I'm knee deep depending on the level of distraction yeah but are you ever really disconnected completely from the flow that's a legit question that's a good question okay who is the I who is speaking when you say I'm ankle deep or I'm waist deep <laughs> Who's speaking then? I guess that would be the the Sammy, not the the true I. That's it. The little I, not the big I. That's the you, the person, not the big I. Yeah. So as long as you stay connected, the the big I and the little I, mm -hmm. then you're always fully submerged in the flow. Yes. <laughs> it's when you when Sammy disconnects from that because of whatever life distractions, that's when mm. the flow gets shallower. Something like that. So I think what we're saying is, it is just our conscious awareness. The flow always is, and we are swimming in it all the time. But we have been, we've been talking about the way we think mm -hmm. and the illusions. So we distract ourselves from it. Right now, even if it's still there. Even it is still there, is still and there. right now you're in it. Mm -hmm. But we're looking at each other, and we're having this conversation, and the mind's <laughs> working, and and the mind working, the logical thing is is the egoic nature yeah. at work, and that's where things seem to see to be so separate. Mm -hmm. But if you just the connection point is, I am. You just are. You are one with the flow. There's no other way for you to be having this experience right now. You are one with the flow. It the, makes me think of a mirror. Okay. Like you're when you're looking in the mirror, you're you're in the mirror, but yeah. that's still a reflection. It's still it's not actually you. But it's mm, yes. I don't know where I'm going with Whoa. that. But like you I, can observe it. By it, I mean you. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> so you, I don't know. At that point, yeah, that's interesting and <laughs> is worth some thought. Like the mirror is. It's like the distraction. You, the person in front of the mirror, 
are the real yeah, person right. and the mirror is the reflection right which is a distraction but, and is yes and is a distraction that's right yeah There are times when I'm so one with the flow that there is no separation, mm -hmm. you know, and then there's the distractions of the world or the calendars or this or that, mm -hmm. and and I'm, I guess, I have the illusion of a separation, but it's right. maybe, a, you know, but nevertheless, that's my experience then. Mm -hmm. And that's where I found it, um, as I was telling you, that sometimes it's too much responsibility for me to be the big creator. And, I, and it's easier for me sometimes to just, you know, be like a daughter of God and, and, a, and a vessel for that. And I find when I'm more disciplined maybe with that or doing the practice of that, that then get taken over and then I, I am mm -hmm. that again and so like the little me maybe that little I mm -hmm. has to just be a daughter if I'm if I'm lost if I'm out of the mm. out of if I forget who I am <laughs> <laughs> then it's mm -hmm. like well I'm not gonna worry about it I'm just gonna be a daughter for a while mm -hmm. and then Mm -hmm. Somehow, at least for me in that practice, it allows me to merge. That makes total a little, sense. A little easier, yeah. And to be that, um, oh, it's just a beautiful dance and, and the, and that receiving mode is so valuable for that and, and it's not a, I don't have to put all my big girl pants on and to just be a daughter of God be. and just be, yeah, mm -hmm. and just um, be loved and mm -hmm. be worked with and be mm -hmm. joyful. <laughs> and, and then sometimes in that beingness, I get taken over and then I'm, then I am <laughs> for a while. That's awesome. <laughs> For a moment. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a great description. Uh, that word, I mean, I have found that to be a handy tool, but I think we all have our different ways when we get taken over by the little eye, the beautiful little eye. <laughs> yeah. I like hearing other the words that you know you were sharing I can't remember most of what you said but it was evoking images and me and the, um, the big um, I guess the, the movie that was it's more than a movie it's like an experience really mm -hmm. that your words were creating an experience mm -hmm. within me and is the experience of just being so um, there's so much power there and and we can sync up with it and it's just such a beautiful um, 
love making process but then we can create from and so that's that's how I saw it and I guess in that you know then you there is a oneness in that but yeah but we fall away again and again mm -hmm. we fall away from at least I do <coughs> fully stayed in that and that's and that's okay because then it's super fun to come back <laughs> into it and be super like oh my god <laughs> yeah there isn't anything wrong with the quote falling away all of the things are working together for good mm -hmm. even if they don't feel so good yeah another way that as as I was reading I said something about unity and diversity which we call the universe and I'd like to connect well anyway I just am saying unity. you are the one you are the one. You are one with the flow, or you are one with the Father, or you are one with the Great I Am. And so all of this talk of I, who's speaking? Is We go back to the question, who is the one speaking? This is why I'll begin to speak in third person, and I'll be sure to let you know that I'm talking about Lance. I'm differentiating the role and the character from the true I at that point. And this is an amazing process. It makes you think about everything you say. And the words are the creative element. And so this is a really good practice to get into is differentiating who is speaking. I am speaking about Lance. Lance is the name that I have been given. So when I introduce myself, I don't say, I am Lance. I say, my name is Lance. <laughs> Two very different things. Mm -hmm. Lance is just a label that actually does highlight some things about my character and what I'm here to do. And that's why in the identity process, we go through all of that. Mm -hmm. So you know, so you begin to connect these um, creative elements that are already built into your life or whether you recognize them or not mm. so even the idea of you being a daughter yeah. or me being a son this is a role yeah. this is egoic mind going to work <laughs> and it's okay it's totally okay especially it's great if we recognize it and go oh i hear that mm -hmm. i hear that yeah this is the true i saying i hear that Okay, we're playing the role of son now, and it's okay. <laughs> but I know who I truly am, and this is what I'm here to do. I'm here to experience being a son. I'm here to experience being a father. I'm here to experience the ups and the downs and being in the flow and not in the flow. Because if I wasn't in this 3D experience, mm -hmm. if I was original mind, oof, this is... <laughs> In the beginningness, before time and space began, as we think of, there's nothing to experience. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. 
It's just the mind. There's nothing to experience. So creation happens. Mm. So we can experience. And if we can connect, the best way to do that is with love. That's why we keep saying, choose what you love. Go after what you love. And then we go further in saying, wait, what is love even? Because our joke, our ongoing joke is how we love food. But that's not what we're talking about. Love is the full awareness of sacred unity, our interconnected, interdependent, cooperative universe. This is love. That when I look at you, I see me. When I look at you, I see me. When I look at you, I see me. And the beautiful thing about that is that I love me. (laughs) If I don't love me, and I look at you and I see me, I'm angry, I may be depressed, I may feel unworthy, undervalued. True, which explains yeah. the existence we're surrounded by. Mm-hmm. And why people mm. act in certain ways towards each other or how perfectly imperfect I may be, then I get to fall in love with the whole act that's going on here. Mm. And I just get to laugh at it. Mm. And if you spend any time with me, you'll you'll see it happening. <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. the most ridiculous things will happen and I just laugh, you know, and I, I, I can't explain it, but it's just like, that just happened. <laughs> it just, it just happened. And and I'll even curse at something, you know, and uh, I, I heard myself do it the other day, but, and then I end up laughing at like my tone of voice in that moment and, and that, and the way my mind, it's like I clicked the wrong button on the computer (laughs) and I said, oh shit. And I just like laughed, you know, I was like, there it is. Like, this is the, the flow, the in and out. And this, this divinity is having to dance in this body which is full of all kinds of surprises and inaccuracies and mm-hmm. so I do the dance and it's a do be do do be do do and be do and be do and it's okay it's totally okay or else then, if there's something wrong with it then every time the creator said it is good we're saying that we disagree right the problem again is just back to our thinking. That's what our whole mm-hmm. talk is, mm-hmm. the way we think. Who Yeah, anyway, that whole so we can really deconstruct all of this, you know, and just get to the bottom of it. Lie after lie after lie, illusion after illusion after illusion. Whatever the problem is, it's not even a real thing. It's your way of thinking about it that is creating the 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 problem. And you get to create your life when you start being aware of your thinking in this way. Why am I worried about that? Okay, I need to address this thought because thoughts turn into things. Mm -hmm. They become creative cycles and cyclones Mm -hmm. (laughs) if I will let them. And so whatever the concern is, I don't know, you're my... I'm worried about if my car's going to start or I'm worried uh, whatever, right? There's a 
I'm sure the list is long of things we could potentially be worried about. One comforting thing that Lance has found over the years is I've made it this far and this long. I've been healthy, strong. I've never skipped, had to skip a meal. I've never had to live on the streets. And things have definitely not been easy. Like if I am really going down a dark mm-hmm. trail of thoughts, I just remind myself of how good the experience has been. Mm. One thing about our thoughts is the way glossy covered magazines seem to paint the picture of life. And that's mm-hmm. what our mind is up against mm-hmm. saying, oh, you don't have this uh-huh. or oh, you don't have that or oh, the new that's coming out and you don't have that. This, again, it's just the thinking, and we're constantly being marketed to, and this is one of the ways you can take control of your thoughts. Mm-hmm. F- realize you can choose to not be marketed to. Mm-hmm. You can't sell me your junk, whatever it is. I don't care how shiny it is or how new it is or the new car smell is so great. I do not care because when I enter into that type of life way, life way, I set myself up for disappointment because now I have what's new, which means I'm aware of that which is not new. And I don't want what's not new because I have what's new. (laughs) How do you apply that to experiences, like expectations of a goal or vision or dream or whatever that you, you have hope or you have a vision, but that means there's kind of an expectation attached to it that you'll achieve that or you'll have whatever your vision is. It doesn't have to what be. What a great question. Because it's not, as mm-hmm. for me, it's not material things, but it's like, what if I don't get whatever the okay. vision is? Yes. <laughs> what if I don't get, let's just pause and <laughs> put the, the spotlight. Just the what if by this. itself. Yes. <laughs> That it again back to the thinking. Mm-hmm. The great I am is speaking through Jennifer and decided to say, Wait, rewind and <laughs> let me restate. The person of Jennifer decided to say, What if? Mm-hmm. But Jennifer is an expression of the great I am. There is no what if when it's time to move into creation. Mm-hmm. You move into creation with love. So, what if is not a part of the conversation Mm -hmm. so then I have to say wait who's asking this question what if I what if I little I get out of here that we just bring awareness to it Mm -hmm. the doubt Mm -hmm. remember last week we read a passage probably the week before also it just said look if you believe it'll be done it's very simple the key word about believe is like saying uh, it holds light and dark. Mm, that's not a great, great way of saying it, explaining it. I'm saying you can believe for better or for worse. So whatever you believe, it will be done. For better or for worse. Whatever you believe, it will be done. This is the creative principle, and it's based on your thinking. So if you say, what if, you just put three hurdles in front of yourself. That doesn't mean you can't get past the hurdles, but you've made it more difficult mm-hmm. by saying, what if? Mm-hmm. What if I don't? It's I am. That's mm-hmm. the reality. I am. That's the beginning and the end. I am. 
It is before the beginning and after the end. I am. <laughs> you can't fail. You cannot, you cannot fail. The I am does not fail. Mm. So this is just mm, being aware of how we're speaking, how we're thinking, and realizing the one thing that's true. Okay, in the movie The Matrix, if you haven't seen it, we should have a movie we night. Should. We should have a movie night in this room because this room is awesome. Oh, even though the TV's on the floor, we can all sit on the floor. It's perfect popcorn watching. Heck yeah! uh, Popcorn eating, movie watching. Okay. It's only been two years. It's only been two years. So there's a he goes to see the the oracle for the first time, and the oracle is like an all wise Mm -hmm. individual. And he's going to see the oracle because he's new to this whole experience and he's been told that he's the one, but he's not in touch with that yet. He's mm-hmm. like, you think I'm here to save everything and everyone? <laughs> Whoa. So he goes to see the oracle and, he's, and there are all these other potentials in the room. Young kids. He's the only adult who's a potential, which has to be a real mind thing, right? It's like, oh. Why is everyone, like, under 13 here <laughs> as potentials to be the one? And here I am in a full suit and, you know. <sighs> and he sees one kid who's bending spoons with his mind. <laughs> and he squats down and the kid is looking at the spoon and the spoon's bent over. And then he has all the spoons sitting next to him on the floor. <laughs> But they're bent. (laughs) And he says to Neo, he says, don't try and bend the spoon. That's impossible. Only realize the truth. That there is no spoon. (laughs) Then you will see it's not the spoon that bends. It is only yourself. So the spoon represents the thing that needs to be done. The doubt, the problem, the pressure. How am I going to do it? It's not the spoon that bends. It's just you. And then the spoon is no longer an issue. <laughs> Getting the spoon to move does, is no longer an issue. When, uh, when, I, when we talked about the mountain being moved last week, there it is. That was the example, right? You can speak to this mountain and tell it to, to move, and it will, because that is who you are. But it's an internal issue. It's just you knowing who you are and then life acts accordingly. And to, to clear the water a little bit, we're, the, our language is still uh, rooted in, in the ego. We're saying I, uh, we're saying I and that great I am mm. as if it's over there somewhere. <laughs> And I think we are trying to just bridge the gap. Always. In that I am. I am. I am. It's not over there or up there or down there. Yeah, it's not something I have to go seek for. I am. Again, who is the I who's speaking? Is it my personhood, which is to say ego, mm-hmm. or is it my true self, the, the true self? 
expressing itself through this form, of course, which is, so the whole unity and diversity thing is me. It's the universe of me, right? Uni I'm a unit, but I'm very diverse. But this is why we talk about meditation and concentration. Mm -hmm. Meditation is being able to see all the thoughts without being entangled with them or getting involved and attached with them. And then concentration is when all the thoughts just come to one, which is I am. Mm -hmm. mm, it's beautiful. And so the more we get into concentration or transcendental meditation, some people call it, mm -hmm. the more we see the, the kind of the game where we're back and forth between mm -hmm. ego and or not self and true self. I began to talk about the character and the role that I'm playing in a moment. Like I speak it out loud and then I'm aware. Like I really put words to it. Right now I'm playing the role of this for better or for worse I'm playing the role of Lance and I'm doing that f for better lately <laughs> Lance is playing the role of himself for better because he now knows who he is mm -hmm. the role he used to play you know was was something and that was an interesting character right <laughs> But he's developed and the character is now taking on his true purpose and is now carrying that everywhere he goes. And he's more aware of I am with each breath and each step and each conversation and each the now everything becomes serendipitous in his world and life is compressing all those possibilities which were chaotic. Life compresses it and narrows it down as we were talking mm -hmm. yesterday how um, all the possibilities just... Things get weeded out, as we said earlier. Unnecessary things leave, and just life becomes right here. And then you know, I am. I know what I'm here to do. Everything else is a waste of my time. You know, people, places, certain jobs or expectations, waste of my time. And here's a challenge. What if what's a waste of your time seems valuable in everyone else's eyes? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And the challenge is they still expect you to show up and be part of it. That's their issue. That's their issue, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. That's, um, their opinion is none of my business. Good one. They think it's your business, right? <laughs> you mean you're not coming? You mean you're not gonna... I don't know. Right. You mean you're... What? What's wrong with you? What? What happened? Or whatever. So you kept using the word play, you know, the character I'm playing. Mm -hmm. Isn't that such a key word? Like we're just playing here. That's all we're doing. Mm -hmm. We're just playing. So play, play well. Mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah. It wouldn't be very fun if, if the playing didn't have some difficulty along the way. I can't know what I love until I know what I hate. That means I have to go through some difficult things. That's the end of this game, right there. I can't know what I love until I know what I hate. I can't know what the light is until I know what the dark is. This is the movie that's playing out. And we get to choose the light. We get to choose the love and work with it and 
co-create with it and be one with it and all that good stuff. That's amazing to hear about a teacher who's so brokenhearted over the situation for her students, which are probably like kids to her own kids to her in some ways. What do we do when our world is saying you must do this and our heart is going, no, this is not the right way for and us to go. Compliance is required. So we're always faced with the choice of self-honor. Mm -hmm. That is a big deal and it is not an easy issue. Mm -hmm. Especially when you, quote unquote, have bills to pay, right? Mm -hmm. That's a difficult one. Welcome to the game. Welcome to the movie. <laughs> Welcome to the act. This is what you're here to do. You're here to figure out. You're here to know who you are and what you're here to do and how you'll go about it. And it's okay that you have the struggle. The struggle is right on time to bring about the awakening and the enlightenment that's necessary for you to reach the next step of reaching, you know, your 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 thing and seeing your life open up. <clears throat> Something I have recently started saying is I'm playing this role, but now I'm changing the role. Mm -hmm. I have been playing a role. Now I'm changing the role, okay. right? When you audition for mm. a play or a band or, or whatever, <laughs> you have a, a role to play. There's yeah. an expectation. Mm -hmm. Right. And so we come into this world with, we've, we're given a role, right? This is the conditioning on so many levels. And you get to the point where you realize you're the creator of your life. And so now I'm changing the role. Mm -hmm. I will not play as By expected. Else's rules. Mm -hmm. That reminded me of um, the movie Queen about the band. Okay, I you, never saw it. You never saw it because... The singer Freddie Mercury, um, you know, he he joined a band that already existed, and okay. they expected him to play a role. Mm -hmm. But he completely changed the role mm -hmm. from day one. He's like, I'm yeah. I'm not doing it that way. This is what I am. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and they okay. either you know were going to play their own part in that, mm -hmm. or not, but but he completely changed what they had envisioned okay. or decided that it was going to be. And it became something entirely different. That's cool. Yeah. Right. And that's the beauty of, of what we're, of what, that's the beauty of what Lance is here to promote. Identity and purpose. Mm -hmm. Identity mm -hmm. and purpose. Who am I and what am I here to do? Mm -hmm. It makes life so much easier because you won't just walk into anything and play whatever mm -hmm. role they give you you'll instantly know, oh, this isn't for me. Mm -hmm. You should find the right person. I'm not the person <laughs> for this relationship. Mm -hmm. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah. This relationship, whether that's work or school right. or romance or whatever. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So who do I want to be in relationship to others? <clears throat> Yeah, and let's pose the question with, who do I choose to be? Who do I choose to yeah. be? Who do yeah. I choose to be? Who am I? This 
role that I'm, what did you say? It was the role that I'm choosing or the role, you had some specific words, this, this character oh. you're creating kind of I'm like changing the changing, role. Mm -hmm. Changing the role. Yeah. yeah. That's taking your power back. Because you're not just filling it, you're defining it. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is totally in our control. And that's, yeah. <laughs> right, we just usually don't know that. <laughs> so we keep playing along. Yeah. Right. I don't know why this is coming to mind. Maybe someone <laughs> who will be listening needs to hear this. But when you look at the job description, does this match my IP, my identity process? Does this match who I am and what I'm here to do? Nope. That just made, I didn't expect you two to breathe so deeply. I, I wasn't thinking of you at all. It just, I just saw a job description in my head. I saw a job description in the paragraph below and, and I was like, okay, I guess I need to say this. Mm -hmm. But I think it's okay with like coming to that awareness. Because Absolutely. when I picked up my phone, I was writing a note about um, my my feelings of gratitude for since June. So in June is when I accepted this job with the state oh. and simultaneously met Lance like two days <laughs> later. Um, and then the amount of growth that I have made through this mentorship, partnership, whatever you want to call it. When I accepted that job in June, I didn't know that it wasn't what I was meant to do. Sure. But the growth that I have made in the last eight months, eight months, nine <clears throat> months, whatever the number is, has helped me to realize what I'm here to do like I've done a lot of learning and growing so now I can say the job description no but in it, fact it, I can say oh hell no it's the process but it, yeah had, because here's the thing had I not taken that job we would not have gone downtown to Humpy's that night to celebrate the taking of that job, which means I would not have met oh my goodness. Lance and the band, which means I would not be sitting here. Like everything happens for a reason. It's all serendipitous. Mm. And and knowing that and recognizing how beautiful and amazing and it's it, it's amazing. And it's okay to look back now, eight months later, and be like, okay, well this is not what I'm here to do. What's the next step, mm -hmm. right? Like mm -hmm. What do I do? I'm not going to live my life in fear of like, oh, how am I going to pay the bills? Oh, how am I going to do this? How am I going to take care of myself and my dog? It's, you know, like figuring out that next step. So And knowing that it wasn't a mistake. It wasn't a mistake. And knowing that I did not, I did not make that choice knowing it was the wrong choice, I guess is where that all started from was at the point of making that decision, I thought it was the next best thing step in and my therefore life. it was and therefore it was <laughs> because it has it has lined up all of these other things along the way yeah makes total sense it's really, yeah it's wild life happens in such a wild mm -hmm. way it's great that you said that it matches up with something we were saying earlier about just how time goes and as oh yeah that's right as humans we have to experience for a long time to get to come to the place of knowing mm -hmm. uh, yeah it all works together for good. For those who... So... I... What am I needing to say here? What... what the passage that says all things work together for good... 
who are called those who are called according to called by God according to his purposes something like this mm -hmm. it's been so twisted mm -hmm. to make it seem like you must fit into a certain category to be part of this group of for whom which all things work together for good and that's very discouraging that's a very discouraging thought because you can <clears throat> You can even imagine that you're in the group and still feel like, uh, am I in the group? Because this doesn't look so good. Where am I going? Where is this going? <clears throat> Your life may seem really difficult and just disharmony and upsets and... I hope that you're hearing 2020 does come. The the vision does come. Things do align. Mm -hmm. But it takes going through to reach that vision. It takes going through and maybe this conversation is encouraging that oh I'm not the only one who's been through things and is trying to figure things out and doesn't know why I had to go from A to B just to get to C. But knowing that the process is worth it and the process is life itself mm -hmm. the process is life itself i'm saying life is totally worth it and mm -hmm. all of the hiccups and speed bumps and hurdles along the way are totally worth it mm -hmm. because we wouldn't be sitting here talking or <laughs> listening to this without the hurdles and the <laughs> you know create the life you love you have the power to do that and it just starts with how you think and then the next part is just increasing awareness which mm -hmm. is a form of knowledge right increasing mm -hmm. but knowledge is a tricky word because then the ego wants to get involved and thinks <laughs> it's hidden in a book somewhere <laughs> and maybe it is hidden in a book but the truth is within you the truth is I am mm -hmm. and you are that so just go there <laughs> go there yeah. thanks for listening to the healing voice podcast the passages i read are my own thv translation and are available at thv-tv.com sign up for bible redefined Email me at thvtv at protonmail.com to inquire about a free trial of the Bible Redefined Library. I also invite you to try the identity process. Every time I refer to the IP in the podcast, I'm speaking of the identity process, which is a manual that I've written to help people answer these two questions. Who am I and what am I here to do? Go to the website thv-tv.com to make your initial appointment feel free to email me at thvtv at protonmail.com.